I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hi, everybody. It's that time again. It sure is. It's Sports Overnight America. We're a different kind of show. We don't talk straight sports. We talk all sports. And, of course, you can email us. Sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Sirius 217, XM203, all the apps. American Forces, gals and guys, you stay healthy. Sports Byline, Sports Map, uh, radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mark Mancini's off uh, this evening, but uh, certainly have Art Source of uh, Galaxy Sports in Pennsylvania, former kicker for the Rams and uh, the USC Trojans. Uh, my cousin, Aliza Sotis, uh, will make an appearance talking about women's sports, and she's got four uh, daughters, and she's big into women's sports. We'll discuss to Eliza about that, and of course, we'll play some Baron Sports trivia. I think the big story, though, is uh, this week in sports would be UCLA getting the okay from the Board of Regents to jump to the Big Ten. I despise the idea. I deplore the idea. I think it's a horrible idea. Kids will be on the plane now for four or five hours instead of uh, 45 minutes to San Francisco or uh, to Arizona, things like that. But it, it's more than that. It's the point that the athletic directors at UCLA put the Bruins in the hole uh, for like $100 million. And now the kids are going to take the brunt of it. What about the parents of kids? Are they going to be able to fly to Madison, Wisconsin, Columbus, Ohio, where they were be able to work? able to fly to San Francisco to Arizona. They're not going to be able to do so. And again, the kids, it's a strain on them. I don't care what you say. Now they're talking about, well, maybe USC and uh, UCI will fly on the same plane. Uh, still, nonsense, total nonsense. So what do you think? Sportsfredaol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. Hey, we're down to one big plum as far as free agency and baseball is concerned. Dancy Swanson, the Braves. Many year shortstop. He's going to want like 400 million, considering the last number, uh, Carlos Correa is 350 million. So somebody's going to pay like 400 million for Danny Swanson, and he's a talented shortstop, no question. Apparently, allegedly, it's down to two. His Braves and Chicago Cubs, believe it or not. I think Dodgers might be out of it because the Dodgers, of course, a small market team. They're going to call themselves the Kansas City Dodgers from now on in. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com, and we'll talk about the uh, Heisman winner, Caleb Williams, and he's going to, of course, be back at the USC. He's got a chance, of course, uh, to be a two-time winner. Do you think he'll get it done with the Trojans of USC? Well, you know they'll score a lot of points. Will they be able to stop anybody? You're not going to stop us all night long on Sports Overnight America. 
This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is strawberry shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool, stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So Go ahead. Quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Valid only in Staples U.S. stores. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com. Hey, welcome back. Sports Overnight America. I'm Fred, and uh, you can email us, SportsFredAO.com, SportsFredAO.com. Later, my cousin Alita Sotis will discuss uh, women's sports. Mark Mancini off tonight. Art Source is never off. Artie here, 126 years of age. Before we start this show, I want to know what uh, extra medicinal help you need to stay up all night on Sports Overnight America. I've been waiting for this product. It's called Nureva, and I've tried them all. You know, I mean, boy, there's just there's a litany of them out there. But this stuff, I, I tried it about 30 days ago, and, and it really gave me a, a lift, Um not just mentally, but I felt like I had a little bit more focused energy which God only knows at my age, I need all the energy I can muster. Right, Fred? (laughs) All right. uh, The big story to me, and it's going to be a big story for a long time, is the Board of Regents this week in California voted 11 to 5 to allow UCLA to go to the Big Ten. Now, UCLA's side of this will be, hey, we're $100 million in the hole. We need the money. We're going to have to drop sports if we don't. Well, UCLA put itself in that position, uh, Athletic Director Dan Guerrero and now uh, 
uh, Mr. Dermond, have uh, put UCLA in that position by making bad deals, paying coaches far too much. And now the kids, I think, are going to suffer, and the parents of these kids are going to suffer. And I think the fans of UCLA are going to suffer. Art, uh, you brought you were brought up a UCLA fan. Your comments. Well, as a UCLA fan who wound up playing football and golf at USC, you know, I'm right in the middle of this and, and I see a lot of the positive aspects of it, but I also feel really sorry for my old conference of champions, the Pac-12. I played so far back, it was the Pac-8. And, uh, but long story short, I can understand financially why they made the move with the Big Ten and, and uh, Kevin Warren putting together a $7 billion media buy, which really does change the course of college athletics. And, and then again, we look at our PAC 12, our dear love, beloved PAC 12 with our new commissioner Klavikov, and they still haven't put together a package. Now, Fred, my problem is if they lose the LA market, does that make it even tougher to get a, a package put together for the PAC 12? Of course. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, they want numbers, and if the, the biggest market's not with you, the numbers... So, again, it all came down to money, right? Uh, bottom line. But, again, from a point of view of a UCLA fan, my, my mom went to UCLA. I've always thought great so about my UCLA. And I thought great about UCLA, and you thought great about UCLA. I'm sort of hurt that they did it in such a sneaky manner, and they snuck it by. And I was hoping this week that the Board of Regents, in my mind, would do the moral thing and say no. Did you, have, did you have any hope of that? Well, yeah, or say, or, or force the Big Ten to take Cal, too. Okay. That's the other option. You know, now, now it brings up some real questions, okay? You're losing two of the preeminent teams. Now, you know, Washington, Oregon, great programs. All the schools in the Pac-12 are great programs in a lot of ways. But, but who are the teams that are going to have the cachet to come in and replace a USC and a UCLA Two schools that at one point in time were dominant in football and basketball. You know, you could go down a litany of all Americans, you know, from A to Z over the last 45 years. And, and we're not going to have them in the conference anymore. Hey, let me throw you something. Now, you traveled yeah. in a plane to go to San Francisco to play the uh, Cardinal or, or the, at that point, uh, not called the they Cardinal. They were the Indians in those Indians days. at that point, but... Uh, <laughs> And the Bears and whatever, and you flew to Oregon. Bottom line is, would you feel comfortable? I mean, a 45-minute flight is one thing. A four-hour flight's another. To get to Columbus or Madison, you're going to have to fly for four hours. As a student, look back. What what would you think about that? You know, we did a lot of traveling when I was at at Southern Cal. We went to Alabama. We went to Purdue. Um, We had a game at LSU. We never quite got truly to the eastern seaboard but i mean those were long flights matter of fact the flight actually from la to washington was not a short flight i mean it it takes a while but i see your point fred and and you know I, i here's what here's what i'm concerned with more than anything else all right what about the other non revenue producing sports are you going to be able to have a great water polo team, a great beach volleyball team at UCLA or USC competing in a conference that doesn't really play beach volleyball or water polo? Um, track and field, which, you know, I, I absolutely love. The rest of the world, except for the Olympics, they really don't they don't follow it like it once was when they had the Sunkiss games and the LA Times indoor games. 
But I mean, I look at the other sports, the non-revenue producing sports, and I and I and I wonder, you know, if if they're going to be able, are they all going to fly together in a charter plane, Fred? The logistics is what I'm worried about more than anything else. Some people are saying, well, USC and UCLA can fly together, which makes no <laughs> sense. Right. Because that's one, not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work. And of course, they're playing. In di- so. They're going to play different schools back east. So right. they're not going to play at the same place. So that's insane anyway. But that's what I think the UCLA hey, Fred, people are with just seven billion dollars. Maybe the Big Ten could get a jet for both of them. You know, just have a couple of jets for for the conference. And, you know, as long as they seat 129 people, you can stuff the band in there. You know, you get 60 players, 50 coaches, that's 75. A couple of well-heeled alumni always hang on to the wheels. So, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I, they, there's going to have to be something being done there to do it because, I mean, it's not cheap. It's not be, come, becoming any cheaper to fly anywhere right now. We all know that. What about the parents who might be able to afford – uh, the time and the money to go to San Francisco. Fred, but there's no way. Fred, that's why my dad, that's why I turned down Notre Dame and went to USC because my dad, you know, is as lucky as he was to have a restaurant on Bobble Island, the village Inn, And, you know, he was very successful. It cost a lot of money to fly back, you know, seven times a year to, to Notre Dame to watch his son play, or he could drive up to four Oh five or the five freeway and, and watch me play. So that's a big point too, Fred. All right, last week, USC's Colette Williams, uh, the Heisman winner. Artie, who would you have voted for? I I thought he was the man. I also thought that Stetson Bennett, for what he's been able to accomplish, you know, leaving Georgia to go play in junior college, coming back, I thought he was a very, very good candidate as well. I think he's well-spoken. I think the kid's going to be successful beyond reality, whether it's in sports or or out of sports, he's a class act. I was kind of hoping, you know, even though I'm a USC fan and Caleb had a great year, and by the way, they're saying that his hamstring is doing a lot better, so it looks like he might be able to play in the Cotton Bowl against Tulane. But I thought he showed a lot of class too, Fred, bringing his offensive lineman back there. Um, <laughs> I've never seen a logo on a suit before, but this is a new world we live in. <laughs> but, uh, you know, go ahead. He can afford it at two and a half million dollars. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He was definitely marketing, but you know, they, he did the full swing. I saw him on good morning America. I saw him on the today show. I saw him on Fox news in the morning and he seems like a hell of a kid. His speech was really well done. His mom and dad did a hell of a job in raising him. Um, you know, I, I'm not so desperately in love with the haircut, but then again, this is a new world. So we'll just all right. USA slide. Today this week's got uh, uh, next year's possible Heisman winner. Williams, of course, number one. Drake May of North Carolina, two. Uh, Cade Krubnik of Clemson, number three, who beat out ukulele, who might go to UCLA, number three. And this guy, Michael Penix at the University of Washington. Now, he didn't get a lot of exposure, but to, to me, left handed, talented as hell. Your comments. You know, I watched I watched him beat Penn State when he was at Indiana two years ago, and he was really, really amazing. But he's had a couple of very, very debilitating knee injuries, and he had a great year with the Huskies this year. You know, I, I think with 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 DeBoer, the coach up there, who's an offensive mastermind, I think there's a great opportunity for him. But I will tell you, I watched Drake May 
play against the University of Pittsburgh at Acrisure Stadium, formerly Heinz Field. And this kid for a freshman has a lot of moxie. I mean, a lot of moxie. And I, and I really think, you know, with that North Carolina offense under Mac Brown, I think he's going to be one of the guys. Um, I think there's a lot more players than, than, than those four that are going to have a crack at this because you just don't know with this transfer portal where guys are going to land. You know, I mean, look what Caleb did by going from Oklahoma to USC. He, he put himself in a position under Lincoln Riley to, to win the Heisman. And nobody really would have thought that was going to happen in the first year. But things seem to be progressing way quicker with this transfer portal. But, Fred, what bothers me is the kids that are in high school. I'm, I'm working with a couple kids right now who had fabulous years trying to get them in front of some coaches. And the coaches say, I got 50 guys to pick from in the portal who are proven. Why am I going to go with a freshman quarterback who I can't, I can't tell what he's going to be like five, six years from now? No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And again, they only went toward the NIL and to the portal thing because uh, the NCAA itself and Mark Emmert didn't want to have to pay any bucks directly from the NCAA. You know so, how I feel about Mark Emmert. I mean, so that, he's that gone. Is just... And uh, uh, Massachusetts former Governor Baker is going to take over, I guess, in a couple of months. But so, Fred, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you think in the future, two, three, five years from now, they're going to have the 10 team playoff? Do you think that the five major conferences are going to kind of branch? away the power five from the the other fbs schools i hope not i really don't i'd like upsets and and so i'd like a small school now and then to uh shock their way into uh the 12 team tournament that we're gonna have and look what tulane accomplished this year and cincinnati last year i think it's a wonderful thing i do too all right he's art i'm fred back with more on uh, and baron sports trivia on sports overnight Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. 
Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845 That's 800-760-1845 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491 That's 800-593-7491 When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Yeah, it's that time again on Sports Overnight America. Barron Sports Trivia. Started by my uh, cousin Andy Barron and my cousin Lisa Barron, but... Now Art's doing it. Uh, Mark's off uh, this evening. Uh, Art, are you ready for Barron's Sports Trivia? I hope so, friends. <laughs> now, I, I actually threw this question in because I thought Mark would be doing it this evening, but he's not. So, okay, who drove on the winning run for the uh, Milwaukee Braves after Harvey Haddix of the Pittsburgh Pirates had thrown 12 perfect innings? Who drove on the winning run for the uh, Milwaukee Braves? It's way back in 1959 after Harvey Haddix had thrown uh, for the Pirates, had thrown 12 perfect innings. I got two potential picks. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw them out there, and then I got to pick one. So I'm going to say either Eddie Matthews or Henry Aaron. And it's probably that crazy first baseman whose son's coaching the Cleveland Guardians now, Frank Kona. But, yeah, I'm going to go with I'm, – I'm going to go with uh, uh, Eddie Matthews. Well, Aaron was on second base. Okay. Oh, Aaron was on first base. Joe Adcock's the guy. He hit a Big home. Joe run. Adcock. What arms that guy had. But he didn't get credit for the home run because when Aaron saw that Mantia had scored, there was only one out at the time, he stopped. Adcock uh, passed him on the bases. So instead of oh, three nothing, the game ended one nothing. Adcock got credit for a double, but only one RBI as the Braves beat the Pirates one nothing, So it was rather interesting. That, One of the greatest games of all time. Do they have? Do they ever have like uh, radio re- recreations of games like that? Or maybe it might have been televised in, in, in Wisconsin. I don't know. I'd love to watch that game. I thought that would be a fascinating game to watch. I will guarantee you that they videotaped over it. <laughs> you know, if you know how many all TV shows are gone forever. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's so, so sad been, that they did that. I've been on five game shows. One was uh, the first one was uh, split second, and they've that one I can't find. I think they've gone over it. And you know, I'd like to see how you look uh, forty years ago or so, but uh, it doesn't matter. Okay, um, number two, right here on Baron Sports Trivia, only hurler who ever struck out Tony Gwynn three or more times in one game. Only hurler who struck out Tony Gwynn three or more times in a game and 
uh, again, I'm gonna give you a hint. Who's a Dodger pitcher? Lefty on lefty on lefty, maybe. Mm. Oh, if I said if I said if I said grape juice. Bob Welch. <laughs> he died very young himself at uh, what 59, I think. Yeah. What a pitcher he was for was. about five years there, though. Yeah, they, I remember I believe he may have started the all-star game. In, in Dodger Stadium in like 81 or something like that. I'm sure, I'm sure he did. I mean, yeah, he was, he was unbelievable. He was but he was like, you know, like Mr. Howe, they had a little bit of trouble off the field. So, Folks, yeah, if, you, if you have any thoughts about Baron Sports Trivia, you can email us, sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. This hurler did not allow more than three runs in his first 27 home career starts. And – He's pitching today. I mean, he's pitching now. He's still pitching. Only hurler in history. Now, again, I you know I don't know in 1920 if they kept yeah, track of this, I hear you. Uh, but but in recent history, he was the only hurler not to allow more than three runs in his first 27 home starts. And uh, let me give you a hint. Uh, he's pitching for Houston Astros. Right now, pitching for the Houston Astros. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because you don't think of him as the dominant pitcher necessarily, but uh, he's a starter. Um, boy. Lance McCullers. Now, you, McCullers you think- has got a great breaking ball. I can see how he does that. But, I mean, that would that, that's a tough one, Fred, because, I mean, he looked very hittable this year in the playoffs. And- yeah. You know, for whatever reason, but that's a great. Well, you could, you could nail a lot of people on that one. I'm telling you, I was, I was gonna say Justin Verlander. You know, I was because, but then when you said he's currently with the Houston Astros, I said, wait a minute, Verlander's playing for the Mets. And then I was thinking about their other starter, who I think is like incredible, but ah, yeah, would have never got McCullers. I was thinking of McHugh. I don't know what why McHugh came to my mind. All right, fourth question. This player reached base, get this, reached base 376 times in only 373 at-bats, and no player in baseball. Oh, well, well, wait a minute here. He had 375 at-bats and, and, and got on base three times more than he was at the plate? Not three times. 372. Player reached base 376 times. He only had 373 at-bats. Only player in baseball history ever accomplished that feat. But now remember, baseball bases on balls don't count as at bats. So he probably gotcha. walked, so he walked, had to walk a lot. He walked a hundred times. Only player in baseball history with these number of at bats who have ever accomplished that feat. Not a well liked guy. Barry Bonds. See no, no, that's well, <laughs> I say I'm not I was well-liked. gonna say that before you said not a well liked guy. Because I remember that one year he had where he was like they walked him so many times. I mean, they walked him with guys, you know, bases loaded a couple times. <laughs> uh, uh, unbelievable. Folks, uh, Sports Overnight America. Later, uh, uh, my cousin, Elisa Sotis, will discuss uh, women's sports and a whole slew of uh, other things. And of course, let me ask you a question straight up. Yeah. As great as Barry Bonds was prior, you know, and as you know, we all know about the HGH and the, and the whatever the heck else, Balco. Somewhere deep down, I feel like he's deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. Do you think he'll ever have the opportunity to join 
that crew in Cooperstown? Not for a long, long time. And let me, let me we won't I, be here, will we? I don't think so. I, I've said on the air, and you laugh when I said it, when he tied uh, Henry Aaron at 7.56, if he had retired right then, I think a lot of the people that voted no would vote yes, because again, he wasn't well-liked. That would sort of make up for everything that he's done. It would be deferring to the greatness of Henry Aaron. You're exactly yeah. right. I think, you know, looking back, you know, with hindsight being 2020, you're probably right on that one. And uh, it's just, it's really sad for me in a lot of ways, you know, and, and I, and I also go back to even Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. You know, I understand the Pete Rose controversy. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. That went out the window when Bart Giamatti had his heart attack. Yeah. That was all over. Um, but, you know, Roger Clemens, kind of a mm, tough situation. Yeah, I, I, I could see what you're trying to say. I, I just think that, you know, Barry and Sammy and, and Mark McGuire saved baseball in that little period there where they really needed it. And I don't think they're going to be giving credit historically years from now for what they actually did. Okay, let's talk a little baseball for the last couple of minutes here on uh, Sports Overnight America. The Dodgers signed Thor, good pitcher, but he's had so many operations that who knows if he's going to throw more than 92 miles an hour. Meanwhile, the Yankees for $162 million signed Carlos Rodon. So I'm saying the Dodgers think of this as Kansas City, and it's a small market. I'm talking Los Angeles, folks. Anyways, uh, Artie, you grew up here. Uh, any thoughts about what Andrew Freeman is doing with the Dodgers? And, of course, uh, what the Yankees and Mets are doing, they're spending all I can say is he must have a couple of aces we don't know about it in his back pocket because I'm watching what they're doing. And I mean, this is a franchise that's been prolific over the last decade. I mean, they've been on the cusp. They won a world title, but they won that world title like we've talked about in a shortened 60 game season. So, I mean, they haven't lived up to the expectations, much like the Braves of the 90s. But, you know, I wonder what's going on with Andrew Friedman. I wonder what's going on. You know, Stan Caston's a hell of a baseball man. I just don't see what they're trying to do. As for Thor, you know, Snyder guard, maybe, maybe that extra, extra period of time will get that fastball back up in 95, 97 miles per hour. Um, it has been done before, but you know, I, I, I just see, I see both teams that they're going to have to deal with getting better and better and better, both the Padres and the Giants. And I don't think the Dodgers are going to be in position. Now, they're still going to battle all the way. It'll be those three teams. It's going to be a great race, just like I, th I think the Braves. I, th I think the Mets, and, you know, and, and, and I look at, you know, what Phillies are doing. Those are the six teams you got to watch out with with the Cardinals if things work for the Cardinals. But, you know, I, I wonder if the Dodgers have, you know, that 111 win season is going to be looked on, you know, years from now as, wow, the end of the dynasty. I still say 1988 is their last world championship, and I did the postgame show. Um, very how, quickly, long did you, how long were you on that postgame show? You know, five yeah. and a half hours. All right. Um, <laughs> lost my girlfriend at the time. I told you that, too. All right. Um, very quickly, in 30 seconds, apparently, allegedly, Danley Swanson's down to two. His Braves and the Cubs, who gets them? I think the Braves need to sign him. I really do, Fred, because I mean, million? after you see what the what the Mets are doing and you see, you know, what what the Phillies are doing, they need to get Dansby. You know, but there's a guy, the Dodgers, I mean, open up the open up the floodgates for him. That allows you to play Lux at second. 
That puts your lineup in a great position. He, he's going to probably hit 20, 25 home runs, play great shortstop. You know, I I, I just, what is he going to get, Fred? I mean, you're looking at 375 to 400 million. Yeah, got it. I mean, he's last. He's the last uh, domino to go. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back with my cousin, Elisa Sotis, and then Artie and I will come back uh, to wrap up sports overnight. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm -hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paws. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Overnight America, Art Source, Fred, and uh, you can email us at. SportsFredAOL.com, SportsFred at AOL.com. It's cold this evening here in Southern California. I don't know how it is in Denver, Colorado, but we are going to talk to my cousin, Aliza Sotis. And uh, Aliza, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Good to see you again. 
So Elisa's got four daughters. How long have you been involved following women's sports? Well, I'd probably have to say since my stepdaughter was probably in high school, she is uh, now 26 and actually on a one month, 750 mile bike ride in uh, South America. <laughs> She's just embarking today, in fact. So probably for about, um, you know, about 10 years, maybe a little bit more than that. Let me just tell you something how women's sports have changed. When I was going to high school here in Culver City, California, liberal community, make all the movies in Culver City. We could play five on five men's basketball. The women played six on six, Elena, except that it was really three on three because the th three of the women had to play defense and three of the women had to play offense and they couldn't cross the line. So how much, how far women basketball come in the last uh, 30, 40 years? Uh, I mean, women's basketball has changed a lot. I think that as we just get more comfortable in the world, seeing women do things that men have always traditionally done, I think it's just allowed them to rise. I think we see that there are some unbelievable women athletes out there. And now, of course, they're even playing football. <laughs> yeah, that was well, you know. At least uh, I was lucky enough to play at the University of Southern California football and golf. And they had a young lady by the name of Cheryl Miller, who I think is instrumental in taking women's basketball, especially to a new level. And she was one of the great people of all time, a great student, a great lady. Can you can you have some thoughts about some of the great basketball players that have propelled women's sports into the into the forefront? And specifically in basketball, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, we have Sue Bird, we have Sue Bird, we have some amazing athletes. I was just reading about some of these college players right now who are just unbelievable three-point shooters. And, you know, we talked a little before about how, you know, men physically, for the most part, are stronger than women, taller than women. And so they're going to play differently. But women, you know, when you're short, you have to be different about it, right? You have to be more strategic. There was a three-point shooter I was reading about with unbelievable stats. She's 5'5", five, five, and she's playing basketball. Love so, that. right, you can't you can't dunk the ball. <laughs> Most well, women I mean, can't dunk the ball. One of the things I love about basketball, women's basketball, just to talk about that, is the set shot, something that is no longer around in, in the NBA. But, I mean, they whip the ball around the court, and they the person gets ready, they get it, no dribbling, just – go right up with it, you know, and right. I, I think that's fascinating. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a lot of fun to watch. And I think sometimes, you know, the expectations are different. So we can really get wowed more easily sometimes. Let's go back uh, 50 years. Uh, I could not stand Richard Milhouse Nixon. But a lot of people <laughs> say the, the one positive he thing he did was Title IX. And, of course, he did that for oh. political reasons. He didn't really care one way or the other. Uh, Lisa, so just uh, discuss the fact that, uh, you know, how that changed uh, the world of sports for women. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> the fight for equality is possibly a, a light, well, I shouldn't even say lifelong, generation long um, fight, but suddenly things opened up and, you know, I can tend to focus on the where we still have to go, but it's so powerful to recognize how far we've come. And this is actually a good reminder. This is a, a, something I need to remind myself in all places, especially right now. But you're right. It's changed so much. And it's, 
it's and women have a voice and that Speaking of voices today i was watching a major ball game uh from orlando you know florida the cure bowl and beth moens was doing the play-by-play -play, and she does a great job right. we're starting to see more and more ex-athletes as women yep. getting into the world of sports taking positions whether it's you know, doing sports on a local station or at ESPN or even at Galaxy Sports where I work. <laughs> right. So what do you guys think of that? Are you welcoming it. those female voices? I love it. You know, I mean, I, as a 65-year-old male, I look at it and, and you know, I, I never would have thought that it might have happened. But now <laughs> that I've become, a, you know, comfortable with it, why not? I mean... You know, uh, let's look at Coach Leach, who just recently passed away. He'd never played football, but you'd never know that he'd never played football because he was such a brilliant tactician in the game. So I think you can actually learn the game without playing the game and be able to describe it and, and also broadcast it. Uh, Lisa Sotis, uh, let me throw you something. You mentioned uh, w uh, women's football, women's football player, and we've all read about her. Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously, totally talented, but I made a prediction on this show many times. 50 years from now, we're going to be playing flag. We're not going to be playing football. Right. Uh, you know, there are so many concussions now, and now you yeah. put women in the line of fire. Any thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts on this. I think it's really tricky. I mean, my daughter was just talking to me about this uh, as I was taking her in for finals and how exciting it was to know about this girl, and she's gotten, you know, this. NIL contract. I mean, she's so enthusiastic. But as a parent, <laughs> I do struggle. And I've, I've been really thinking about this because I'm so all about equality, but we can't say men and women are just equal, right? There's differences and they can be recognized and celebrated and appreciated, but we're not the same. I think I would struggle with it. And I would struggle with it, though, if I had a son playing football, because <laughs> we know how rough that is and all the injuries and Lifelong. Let so, me ask you, what what if she was a great soccer player and the high school that she was at needed a kicker and she could really boot the ball? Wouldn't that be an ideal position for a young you, lady to, to get yes, into football at? Of course, and I agree, and there we do we see that. The thing is I think women and, and and younger girls now, right, they really want to fight for the things that they can have. I mean, sometimes we want something just to be able to get it, to be allowed to have it. And then, of course, once we do, we might not care as much. So I think there's probably a component of that. I mean, I was reading about it, how, you know, she's playing varsity football in, in high school. And, you know, I, I, there's a lot of pe people commenting. And will they be treating her equally? Will she really be, is she really deserving of the wins she makes and, how, and her accolades? But you can't really win either way, right? Because if the boys play just as rough with her, she's more prone to injury. And if they don't, then she's not really getting, she's not deserving of whatever accolade she receives. I think, um, I think it's tricky. I think maybe we need women's football teams. That's what we're seeing. We just, our team here in Denver, we had a bunch of my daughter's uh, basketball teammates. They just won. They won the state. It was really exciting. Maybe that's how we dress this and find equality that way because they were more on a level playing field. I mean, that's the whole argument, right? With trans can athletes. I ask you, can I ask you one other question, Aliza? Of course. You know, with the, with the new name, image, and likeness and the amount of money the, the men are starting to make, 
are the girls, are the women getting the same opportunities off the court, off the, the field with, with sponsorships and monies through the NCAA? Uh, I don't think we're seeing that at all now, but I mean, hopefully that will change. I mean, that's pretty new to have that, you know, non, you know, we'll see what happens, probably not. It's probably the same. I mean, as it is with in, in all areas of women's sports and the money involved and until we can draw. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. They are the first. What about, We're all gonna what about the argument, though, that the men play five sets, the women play three sets in Wimbledon? I mean, you know, here's what I would say, too, to that. Even if we don't get equal, can we get closer to equal? <laughs> because the disparity is unbelievable. I mean, you see it so much in basketball. And, of course, I would say that's the whole thing with Brittany Griner. She probably wouldn't have ended up over there if there wasn't such a disparity. She's looking Folks. forward to getting back and playing. Yeah, she said she's going to come back. Yeah, that's great. Folks, Sports Overnight America, my cousin Elisa Sotis, uh, Art Source, and Fred, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Uh, Andy Barron, your cousin and, and my cousin Elisa, has been on the show many times, and he's got a son who plays hockey. Yep. I, I looked at a chart, and uh, – would you know, just Artie and Elisa, what do you think the most uh, concussions percentage-wise, what sport would have that? Uh, Elisa, do you have any thoughts? Well, I would, um, it seems obvious to say football, but I could see it being ice hockey. We have a lot of injury there. Ice hockey is second. Okay. Um, you, 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 okay. Number one, again, the charts, people could have different charts. I saw rugby, hmm. uh, hockey, and then football. And you know, the cross is pretty big in the east, and and I have a couple of clients that couldn't play anymore because they did get concussions, and their dad said they were great athletes, so they turned to golf. So I've been helping them like make the transition at fifteen, sixteen, into a new sport. And you know, there's no concussions in golf, you guys. Aliza, <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned uh, Brittany Griner before. Uh, if it had been a guy and not a gay guy, you think he would have come back sooner? And Brittany, Aliza, what do you think? Honestly, I think the negotiation would have maybe gone uh, the same way. I think that we would have gotten him back. Um, you know, there are a lot of people on the other side, Fred, saying that she came back, they got her back because she was gay and because she was black and all of that. Like that was, that that worked to her favor, which you, know, you don't hear that very often. <laughs> Artie, did we got arrested, I don't think. <laughs> There you go. Exactly. Artie, you think it worked in her favor? I don't know, but, you know, the merchant of death for a basketball player, I still have a question or two about that. I'm very happy she's back. But, I mean, I hope this guy doesn't go out there and, you know, basically wreak havoc on the world. And, you know, I I just think they could have done a little better job, maybe get a three-for-three deal or something. But, you know, she's home. And and, and personally, you know, I kind of blame her agent for putting her in that position and letting her not know what the rules are as stringent as those people are a, you know, you're, you're, you're a lesbian. They don't like that in Russia. B you got your, you know, your, your vapor, your, your marijuana products, you know, they don't like that in Russia. That was poorly done by, by everybody on that, you know, on that side of the aisle, in my opinion. Lisa, let me throw you one question before we say good night to you. Um, 
Serena Williams, retirement. I, I don't think she's coming back. Your thoughts about the great Serena Williams on the tennis courts? I think, um, you know, she's the greatest of all time. I think that uh, she has done so much for empowering female athletes, black athlete, black female athletes. I think that, uh, you know, I think there's something powerful about being the first of anything and she's paving the way. And she's a woman who wants to bring people along. Like she might be the first, but she knows she won't be the last. And I think we'll continue. We might not see her, uh, you know, on the court, but we will see her in a lot of different ways. There are a lot of neat things, Fred, about Nick Boletari's academy. He recently passed away. Yeah. And the fact that Serena and Venus are going to kind of pick up on that and try to give back to the to the sport of tennis and, and give yeah. these girls a chance, which I think is fantastic. Do uh, either of you, when I was watching the Academy Awards last March, Artie and Eliza, do you think that was real at first or do you think that was a fake for Mr. Williams? Any comments? Who played oh. Mr. Williams? What do you think? Eliza, what do you think? Do you think it was real? A real Wait, do you mean the uh, little the Will Smith episode? Yeah. Slap was, punch. Yeah. I, I think, I, I unfortunately, I think it was real. <laughs> no, but, but originally, didn't you think it was just part of the show? Oh, when we were first, when it happened live. Yeah, it it seemed a little bit, even for the Academy Awards extreme, but you're right. It was um, because it was just so shocking to think that would really be happening. You know, that's definitely, you want to have a little bit more self-control. <laughs> Aliza Sonis, my dear cousin, thank you for appearing. By the way, Aliza's got a 15-year-old daughter who's going to play basketball at a high level and uh, come out here. We're going to see each other. Lisa, thank you for appearing on Sports Overnight America. Thanks so much for having me. Good to see you. As both. always, you were fantastic. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Artie you. and I will be back uh, with more. And uh, you take two. Uh, stay tuned. And you can email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. Back with more right after. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pos. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Hey, thank you, cousin Elisa Sotis. They're doing a great job as usual. And uh, Artie and I now will uh, discuss something uh, Thursday night football. Purdy, 
Brock Purdy from Iowa State. Played about as well as you can play. I mean, uh, for a guy that's uh, played two and a half uh, uh, games, basically, uh, uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. Let's just say, let's just say, Ernie, put you on the spot here, that they go on to do well in the playoffs, either win the Super Bowl, get close to the Super Bowl. you got three choices. you got Jimmy G, Trey Lance, or Purdy. Are they in a mess or are they in a great position? I think they're in a great position. I really do. And, uh, you know, this kid's going from Mr. Irrelevant to being very relevant very quickly. I mean, but I got to tell you something, Fred. Uh, a lot of decent quarterbacks could take that football team and go deep into the playoffs, maybe to the Super Bowl. That defense is one of the best defenses I've personally seen since going back, you know, to the to the great Bears defenses of 85, the Steel Curtain, you know, of, uh, of the Steelers, the purple people leaders back before then. I mean, these guys fly to the ball. I was saying to myself, you know, watching Nick Bosa come after Geno Smith, looking at Fred Warner, you know, Diamadre Lemois. I mean, these guys were all over the field last night. And, you know, I played linebacker in high school. I got to SC and I said, yeah, they're a little big for me when Munoz came around the corner. (laughs) But I mean, to see the speed, for which that defense under D'Amico Ryan's plays, I'm telling you, that's a team. That's a team you're going to have to deal with. Eagles, 49ers, you know, then you look at Buffalo and Kansas City, and I, and I see there's your final four in the NFL. All right, in 30 seconds, uh, you want to discuss uh, golf. Something, oh, something that's, uh... that's bugging me a little bit about the PGA Tour, you know, all the arguments with the LIV and the PGA Tour, yet, you know, over the last three years, they've jettisoned some great, great voices you know, guys like Peter Costas, guys like Gary McCord, who was zany and, and a lot of fun. Now NBC's doing the same thing to Roger Maltby and Gary Koch. And I just wanted to throw it out there. Is there age bias in network television? Of course. I mean, I don't think so with, with Al Michaels. But then again, they you know relegated him to streaming on, on Amazon. And I still think he's one of the best voices in the game. I mean, it's starting to happen, isn't it? Definitely is. Uh, folks, email us, sportsfredale.com. For Art, for uh, Mark, we'll be back next week for my cousin, Aliza Sotis. And, uh, of course, for Mario, who puts the show together. See you around the corner on Sports Overnight America. <laughs>